You know, you know a time where a lot of people are also looking up at a large sphere and clapping is uh, is is New Year's. I was going to say whenever <laughs> Wilfred Brimley was at the top of a staircase. I was I was going to say whenever my doctor has to check for a case of testicular torsion. <laughs> uh, yeah, New Year's songs, right? Right, Mike? Yes, New Year's. Talk new about watching years, the balls drop. New, and now new fears. I uh, Testicular. To, I, I've had enough worries about my balls to worry about, but I haven't even heard that one yet. But what, 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 what is that one? Is it just another form of cancer down there? Or? No, that's, that's when your testicles twirl around on each other. And like, wait, they swap, they swap sacks? Like, like they, <laughs> or they just twist up? It's the turning of a screw. All right, this is the song topsy report where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. Uh, God damn it. I'm your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm still making the screw turny motion with my hand, Steve Trollinger. Steve, um, our listeners won't know, but for us, you have to commit to doing that for the remainder of the episode. Uh, Oh, God. Just imagining... My poor sack caught up in those fingers of yours, Steve, and just getting twisted. Hey, my... They say that talk to the bedroom. The (laughs) bottoms of my palms are very smooth. Ladies. Uh, Now... (laughs) Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, you know what? All all parties welcome here. We we love Uh, equally here at the Song Topsy Report. Oh, man. So, well, let me tell you, folks, uh, Happy New Year. Happy 2022. Um, Happy New Year to those who celebrate. uh, Assuming... Oh, go fuck. Hey, you can't help the new year from coming whether you like it or not, Nick. Hey, if I if I had a choice not to celebrate the new year and that meant it didn't happen and we could have avoided 2020 to begin with, maybe the world would have been a better place. But we'll never know. Uh, uh, or 2021. What? Or, you know, I and I remarked this uh, at home the other day. I can't remember the last time, like, I ended one year without praying that the next one was slightly better <laughs> like i've i've yet to, i cannot remember a time when i didn't immediately assume the next year wasn't also going to be terrible oh my come on guys you gotta you gotta look you gotta look at life and see if all the new years have brought you the new use that have brought you to the you and year you are today Mike, you're just saying be- shit. That's the whole problem <laughs> with all these empty platitudes people espouse on the 31st. You know what? I think I think you and Abba would have shared similar similar fears. Which which brings me to, to what we're doing today, folks. Look, I have really phoned it in and have uh, <laughs> at least he admits it. <laughs> yes, I wasn't I wasn't hundred percent sure what to do, and I was like, let me just look up wacky New Year songs. It's not like we planned uh, this recording <laughs> session weeks in advance, and Mike was well uh, aware that he was going to be uh, bringing the subject material. We're gonna, you know what, Mike? But you're giving yourself it, room I, for New Year's resolutions, I suppose. Yeah, my my New Year's resolution is to make sure I always do my research for the Sontops <laughs> report, which <laughs> will be over. Oh, which will be over. <laughs> <laughs> three episodes and already planned out so <laughs> but let me tell you this let me tell you this i brought in something old something new uh and something that, that will make steve blue mike right? that's that's marriage that's not new year's <laughs> well i that's feel what married you do to the marriage. two of you already okay so that's this podcast after... has lasted longer than most marriages already <laughs> Oh God! What are we? Are we? Are we five years almost? 
Oh, uh, four and, and a half-ish. Hey, I want you to look at the anniversary present you owe me. It's got to be gold this time, right? <laughs> In any case, listen, if you, uh, since we're going with that melancholy feels you guys seem to have with New Year's, why don't we kick it off with ABBA? The uh, most melancholy I- of Europop bands. <laughs> Well, this song, look, you know, uh, for, for those who don't know, ABBA is uh, the good old Swedish group that was formed in Stockholm back in 72 as um, winner of the first, the first winner of Eurovision Song Contest uh, with the song Waterloo. Uh, 2005 was the best yeah, song in the competition's Europe loves, history. <laughs> Europe loves to be reminded of Waterloo. They can't get enough of Waterloo. They love it when people remind them of that time that their continent was almost destroyed the first time. You mean when ABBA released the song and almost yeah, destroyed yeah, yeah, all yeah. of Europe? Yes. <laughs> and one of the, uh, if you if you uh, really really are into their music, then you've probably also heard of the musical Mamma Mia, which was built around, um, uh, adapted. Which was adapted by Abba's uh, Abba's music and uh, is uh, still well, I would say still running. If uh, it isn't, if COVID didn't destroy Broadway, so no, um, it, it what it has not been running for quite some time, Michael. Wait, it said it. Well, it's been, it, it, was still, been a lot it was of... still in the West End. Oh, well, in the West End, yeah, yeah, it's still You're right. It's not Broadway. It's on the West End. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I was thinking City. about America. I was thinking about America. I'm sorry. There's a reason they call it the worst end. Okay, maybe it's got some regional stuff. But uh, look, we we didn't do an episode on my rant about jukebox musicals, and I'm not going to do it now. I will spare the listeners that. But Abba, oh. Abba's okay in my book. Listen, Nick, if you want to extend the podcast another episode and, and do a jukebox musical. Dual one, baby. <laughs> Anyways, I tease. But um, but here's here's a little taste of Abba's Happy New Year. No more champagne. And the okay, I already have a problem. <laughs> you already have a problem? No more champagne. Yeah. Zero percent champagne is left. I think she's wait, 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 wait. wait. Hang, hang on, hang on. Shush, shush, shush. I want to rehear that. I want to listen to that again. No more champagne. Steve, it is a typical <laughs> of an ignorant American like you to pounce on to the pronunciation of someone who's speaking their second language. I would love to see how good your Swedish is, Steve, and have all of the wonderful people of Sweden pounce on how much you don't hit your you, umlauts correctly. All right, all right. Here you go. I will sing a Swedish folk song that I heard from long, long ago. Steve, that right there is going to get you canceled. How dare oh. you? How dare you besmirch all of the wonderful people of Sweden to the one most minstrel act of a character that Sweden has had in the United States? The Henson Company really being very regressive. Uh, okay, so she said, so, champ, whatever. Maybe champagne Ch- is a regional champagne. alcoholic uh, beverage. It's, in it's a fun way to say it, Steve. It's a fun way to say it. Yeah, if you're a champion, you drink champagne. What do you drink, Steve? Suck pain. <laughs> suck pain. <laughs> Pour me another glass of suck pain. Mike, uh. Mike, Mike, you're. It's cool. You're not the only one phoning it in today. 
Whatever, Steve. I want to hear more of Abba's unique pronunciations. No more champagne and the fireworks are through. Here we are, me and you, feeling lost and feeling blue. It's the end of the party and the morning seems so grey, so unlike yesterday. Okay, before we hear what they have to say, guys, can you relate to that? Not feel like the 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 um the well, I guess the hangover, literal and figurative of New Year's. I don't you really, know, I don't frequently do stuff for New Year's, especially the past two years. What with the pandemic and all, so uh, they've been pretty quiet. Affairs. Whoa, pandemic! What pandemic? <laughs> you know, that's the first time a- hearing of this. My last couple of New Year's have been real interesting, man. Real interesting, you know? A lot of blood on my shirt that wasn't mine. <laughs> there was some... <laughs> Actually, I, I probably shouldn't even say. Oh, God. Hey, we got time to fill. Did you throw two or three stories out there? <laughs> you know, New Year's can be tough, man. You know, you're not sure what's going on with your life or it's going to be the next year. Who you're, who you may be smooching at midnight, if you should be smooching at midnight, um, and then next thing you know, someone might be whipping out their dick and doing a helicopter dick, and, <laughs> <laughs> and though, and it's not you, <laughs> surprisingly. <laughs> o- only with Mike Russell would he need to clarify that y- he- you are not that person doing it. But Mike, why you know do what? all of your stories? Why do all of your stories start with a Seinfeld joke setup and end with some sort of crime? <laughs> now, see, that's the thing, man. If you had a local get together, all right, <laughs> is it a crime or is it somebody just trying to take the party to the next level? I, <laughs> I for well, one, wait. supported that man's actions. What that better, was, what I, better way to lift a party to the next level than with a helicopter? <laughs> Also, exactly. Mike, Mike exactly. what, what exactly. makes it a... Welcome what, to Party Town. Mike, what makes it a crime? The only person on this podcast who is advocating for it is a criminal. <laughs> is the How? only actual criminal on the show, according Re- to the law. Reformed, reformed criminal, criminal Steve, I served my time. <laughs> that's I what paid Mike, my dues. That's the first thing on Mike's LinkedIn profile. <laughs> reformed criminal. Tell us a little bit more about that. <laughs> somebody calls. Somebody calls up. You've got the your your references on the website. Somebody calls them up. Uh, yeah, I, I'm calling you about Mike Russell. You, you applied for a job here. Uh, uh, could you tell me, just randomly here? I just want to know some things about it. Could you tell me a time? I don't know, off the cuff, when he committed any sort of punishable crime and/or felony. Uh, just. Just because, like, I look, just I'm just asking questions. I don't know if this actually happened. And this is just like a what if. Mike, a what? if I was your reference, I would say, yeah, he committed a crime of caring too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is actually a punishable offense in Plattsburgh. It's <laughs> going away for a long time, buddy. You're not, you're not allowed to care too much up there. Yeah. You know, if you care... <laughs> Uh, but I oh. can actually, I can actually relate to this 
this actually kind of speaks to me in the sense that I always treat New Year's as like New Year's Day, New Year's Eve as sort of this flashpoint because from maybe like the middle of November onward, anything that isn't of immediate importance related to Thanksgiving or Christmas, I put off. Like anything that isn't of dire importance or anything that can't be done because the holiday is coming up and, you know, there's going to be no time to do anything is is put off until basically after New Year's. So so New Year's is like the last day. And I'm always sort of like feeling a little bit nervous about the day after because I'm like, oh, great. Now I can't use Christmas. Uh, now I can't use December as an excuse for why I didn't get anything done or why I'm not doing anything. And I feel like I've all this stuff that I've been putting off and now it's all going to come rushing into my consciousness the second the clock strikes midnight on the 31st to the 1st. And that's how I was kind of feel like, you know, leading up to it. Afterwards, I'm usually fine. But leading up like the days after Christmas, but before New Year's, I'm like, oh, like I'm chewing my nails. Like, oh, gosh, I got so much to do. Oh, why didn't I do any of it? Oh, oh my. No wonder why you hate New Year's. That's God. That sounds terrible, Steve. All that anxiety ridden, you know, you, you don't even get to enjoy the final moments of, of the year because you're already so focused on all the stuff you got to already do. But guys, we don't even know what ABBA has to say about this. We know that they're a little bit, uh, oh, that the song is oh. taking place the morning after, but let's see, uh, let's see what happens. To say. Oh, you, right. you hear that? What a great New Year's party at that. What a great New Year's party at that rented out school gymnasium. Oh yeah, well the music video really seems like they just got a bunch of B-roll of some friends of the band just kind of frolicking in yeah, high school gymnasium. As one did back in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was a why. You know, I know I know we facetiously or Steve, you were kind of joking on how ABBA is the perfect melancholy music when they're usually the most unabashed, poppy, upbeat music. But I will say there is a certain melancholy tone to this song. I, I've heard the song, obviously, before, but I only ever, you know, kind of zone in when the chorus comes and don't really pay attention to much of the specific lyrics, uh, which this song, which this uh, podcast has cured me of. <laughs> but yes, it seems a little, it seems a little darker for ABBA. Well, you know, it's, it's dark. It's dark, but it's, it's also... It's um, it's supposed to instill hope while also being dark. Because I, I think it's trying to reach those folks that are, ah, like you guys. <laughs> just <laughs> Curmudgeonly pieces of shit. <laughs> and it's like, hey. And, and the message, may we all have our hopes, our will to try. If we don't, we might as well lay down and die. Is that what they said? So, yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll have our hopes, our will to try if we don't. So either improve yourself or just improve yourself or fuck yourself. That's basically your two options. This is toxic positivity at its worst. 
<laughs> you know, but sometimes you need that kick in the ass. What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Like, you got Mike, hopes. Mike, Mike, your inner monologue dreams. is leaking again. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Oh, Steve, how'd you... Oh, get out of my brain. <laughs> get out of my house where I'm just pacing around asking myself that a hundred times. Oh. I love it. I also hate this song. I love this song and hate this song. It's too sad for New Year's, but God damn it, that line, we might as well lay down and die. It's like, yes, we all have our I hopes. have hopes, Abba. I got dreams. Okay, you got it. He hates and loves Abba as he hates and loves himself. Ooh. Oh, God. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm my own worst enemy and best friend and hype man. It's great. Well, Mike, I know we have other New Year's songs to cover. Should we hear more of this? Or uh, let me take a look. I mean, why don't we listen to one more verse just to get or a the, little uh, sadder? Yeah, a little. I just really want to a little angrier at ourselves for not being all we could be. Yes. <laughs> I I so, don't like how Abba is speaking truth. Yeah. I I don't like how they are the source of like how how they are the mouthpiece for the true essence of mankind. Right now, I don't like the it's such a discordant messenger for the message being <laughs> delivered. It's like if like an Old Testament biblical prophet was I don't know, Mike. <laughs> I very well may be, Steve. We can't just keep you. Just you wait, <laughs> Mike. I feel like in a different land and a different time, you would have been a pretty charismatic cult leader. You know, Nick. It's. <laughs> I feel like it's just in my blood. It's in my body. It's in my spirit. You know, it's. <laughs> when you got it, you got it. Yeah, when the big man upstairs wants you to take the people to the Holy Lands, you uh, you must abide, right? Okay, all right, hold on. I said a like an Old Testament prophet. I didn't go right to Moses. I didn't go to the most important Old Testament prophet. You can't just make yourself Moses automatically. You've got to be like Zechariah or something like that. One of the ones at the end. Micah. Like you can't just. You know, you know. I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about this the other day. I doubt. Who this. thinks about this? I doubt <laughs> that you did. I I think about this all the time. Um, uh, you know, there was Noah. Uh, he uh, he had to build the old ark there. Yeah, uh, the old boat. ark. That's uh, Noah. He had to save the world like that, you know. But you know, so I I find myself constantly oh, in my great. line of work between two worlds, you know. Uh, I always have been, always will be, just this this, this central. Uh, 
you know, I used to think it was just an element of chaos, but the truth is, the truth is, Steve, I'm a bridge builder, and I got I got to build these bridges. Not in any I, literal sense, but <laughs> in a very so. Well, you know, one day we may need a bridge. We may need a bridge. Oh God. And um, I want to build that bridge, Steve. I want to build it so bad. And I, you know, this it was so funny. It ties into so many things that are coming in the future. And I, and I, oh, it's when it's when you when you feel it so deep within yourself to to help save mankind, you gotta you gotta do it. You just gotta do it. Yes, truly, you are called from on high to save us all, Michael Russell. <laughs> Steve, you'll you'll be my first apostle. <laughs> The, or you, you probably or my will. Judas. <laughs> I I would be the very worst apostle any potential cult leader or savior could possibly have. <laughs> but you wouldn't betray. You wouldn't be the Judas, Steve, because that's too confrontational for you. You don't want to have to betray the Lord. You would want to. It's easier to be an apostle. It's easier to just sort of be like passive aggressive to the Lord. Yes. <laughs> I'm- yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Invite us all to dinner and cheap out on the food. Yeah, let's all sit on the same side of the table. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> they, they were they were getting they were posing for the photo. Come on. Yes. <laughs> Don't you do that with your all right, everybody, come on, get on the side of the table. We got the photo coming. It's, I mean you, you could try they could have in theory, they could have painted the table lengthwise, but then you get some people at the front and their face is overexposed from the flash, and then the people in the back you can't really see. And then you would have even been able, it would have been even more difficult to tell it was actually Mary Magdalene next to Jesus and not some dude. <laughs> Steve is giving me a. <laughs> Steve, Steve is immediately assuming the position he will if he ever meets Dan Brown in person. <laughs> It's a karate esque. What? Yeah, because it's Peter, and he's got his the the blade of his hand on Mary Magdalene's throat like it's a knife. You know, you we've all seen the movie. Yes, or read the book in a laundromat. Yes, uh, so. that's the only place I've ever seen anyone read a Dan Brown book. By the way, is waiting for their laundry in a laundromat. It's a real page turn. <laughs> it's where it came from. I didn't just that half make hour that just up. flies by. Oh man, um, just to recap this this verse here. Before we move on, I just want to, sometimes I see how the brave new world arrives, and I see how it thrives in the ashes of our lives. Because they, they, oh, yes. they smoked a lot in the 70s and 80s, so the ashes of our lives is the residual secondhand cigarettes. Anyway, continue. Nick, I thought that's how it keeps the working, folks. Like, you're, you're, you're putting your life and everything in your work, and you're seeing how all these beautiful things are happening, but God damn it, if you don't get a piece of it. It's my money, and I need it now. <laughs> Man is a fool, and he thinks he'll be okay, dragging on feet of clay, never knowing he's astray, keeps going on anyway. Oh, I that mean, doesn't sound like anything I'm familiar with. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the present time or the past <laughs> or the future. I think Happy New I Year, think Steve. Happy New Year. New New Year, new Steve. It's new Year, same Steve. Steve, don't more matter. Bitter, more bitter, more angry. <laughs> less controlled. <laughs> Oh, well, sounds great. You know, I, I think it's okay to be a fool in some ways and to think you'll be okay even if you don't know. But that's how you carry on. But you got to know what's going on. 
so you can uh, alter your direction towards the things that matter most. Amen. Amen. <laughs> I was really reaching back into my mind to try to find the uh, the uh, 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 Billy Madison speech for you just now. Oh. Like, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't put it together in time, but that's what I was reaching for just now. That was without a doubt the most inane, pointless. Everyone in this room is dumber for having heard it. It's not dumb. It's called enlightened, Steve. Well, Mike, you you have enlightened all of us with uh, the most depressing ABBA song ever written. <laughs> really getting this New Year celebration <laughs> started on the right tip tappinist foot. Uh, well, so what else if, do you if, have for us? Well, if sadness isn't the way you list to start your new year, I know something that will just burn you up. Um <laughs> Here's a different kind of Happy New Year uh, from our Sontopsy alumni, episode 43, Bawitaba, the author and creator, uh, Ken it's Rock. Bawitaba, it's Bawitaba, and it's Motown, you jackass. Oh, Motown. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's a callback. I love how you preface <laughs> Kid, Kid Rock as an author first. Um, I would preface him, based on the way this country's going, as our... Uh, president in 2032. You know, at this point... I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, but yeah, Kid Rock, it's going to be Kid Rock. Actually, and when he goes to get reelected, uh, he's going to run against The Rock. It'll be Kid Rock versus The Rock. And it's going to be... Oh, it's going to be beautiful. Well, voters no, was... will be stuck between a rock and a hard place when that happens. All right, I'm, gonna let, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. I'm going to let Nick have that one. No, you can still say it, Steve. No, no, no. That was good. That was a good ending point. I don't. I, the thing I'm going to say is just a rehash of what Mike already said. So, uh, just, gotcha. Because um, he he jumped in and stole it before I could say it. So, yeah. Uh, well, let's hear a little bit yeah. of what he has to say. This is Kid Rock with also Happy New Year at a VFW apparently. I know exactly what he's doing here because we discussed it with, I think, uh, vitamin C for graduation day. Uh, you got to glom on to some song or event or something that happens about once a year and try to come up with as generic a crowd pleaser as you can. And based on what I'm hearing so far, I think this is Kid Rock's attempt to get an extra little paycheck every time New Year's comes around by getting your, getting your song into those playlists that will be playing this sort of stuff. I love that. I love that, Nick. You know what that does? Because that encourages holiday, right? And, you and, want people to be so and like engrossed and saturated in the holiday of of what is being celebrated um, that they that they want they want to come back to it every year. So why not? I mean, I I'll tell you what. If I become a musician, an artist, which who knows anything can happen. I am doing all a whole album that has a song for each holiday. That's the first one that comes out. That, nope. You got all my bases covered. 
I was gonna say, you know, Nick, you you gave my you gave my super sp- secret special surprise away today. I was gonna introduce the new holiday song that I wrote, uh, simply having a wonderful Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. <laughs> Damn it! It's brilliant. <laughs> or is that too generic? Actually, I think you got, I, I feel like you have to hyper specialize on the holiday. Like if you oh well, there's it's one song but with three different sets of lyrics. Hmm. Every and each one of them can uh, celebrate. That, like Steve Steve's got all his bases covered with the one song. And uh, are you building bridges there, Steve? Are you a bit of a, a bridge builder? Not Brendan, the way I wrote Brendan the lyrics. Three different. <laughs> Bring that Christmas Kwanzaa to all. I show very little respect for all of those holidays in the song. Uh, speaking of uh, someone who would say Merry Christmas, I'm going to paint the picture here with Kid Rock. <laughs> Big old American flag behind him, rocking some indoor shades. Uh, Mike, you didn't need to tell them that. It's Kid Rock. They can hear the American flag behind him. They can hear the sound of freedom deafening from behind the microphone he's standing in front of. Well, at least he's not wearing it this time, you know? Yeah. He's making progress. Oh, he's, he's cut a hole in the middle and made a poncho out of it. <laughs> you know, you, you you can't hate on people for wanting to be surrounded by freedom. <laughs> surrounded by, <laughs> I want to wear freedom. I want to be comforted by freedom. I want to go to bed with freedom. Uh, I mean, you know what? God <laughs> can't hate him for that. <laughs> So You're right. Many other reasons I, you can, but not for that. I, w- I want freedom to protect me from the elements outside in my cr- in my my American poncho. Absolutely, Nick. <laughs> I want a I want American flag on every every little boy and girl in this country. That's tattooed on their foreheads from the moment of birth. Oh God! Can you With imagine as you grow inside. and the skin stretches, what that American flag would look like if you were truly tattooed at birth? There's just this weird stretched out trapezoid on your head when you're like 14. <laughs> oh. oh my God. Anyway, let's hear a little bit more about this. That was basically just the chorus we heard. Kiss me pretty. Kiss me pretty. When that ball drops on New York City. When that clock strikes. So, love what's happening here. Well, because everyone uh, is drinking heavily. Mike is obviously, obviously a proponent. This, this feels like home. As a, as a uh, whatever kind of alcoholic you would label me as, uh, functioning, this is, uh, functioning. <laughs> um, these people. I mean, Kid, Kid Rock is really, he's pushing that culture. You know that drinking culture, that shot culture, that let's let's have some fun and not talk about tomorrow. Uh, some, I mean, everybody's doing shots. The word is irresponsibility, Mike. Ear, well, it's that's a new... the word you're looking for. Now, Steve, as a responsible man, don't. <laughs> I'm so, Don't you? Why did I just immediately burst out laughing when Mike said that? Wow, Nick. <laughs> Steve, you know, don't you don't you sometimes get those urges where you're just like, God damn it. Pass the bottle, pass the shots. I need I need I need things to be a little different right now. It's time to break 
break out of these responsibility cuffs and just live and I, and, and slightly poison myself. I don't do that. I have an altogether different method. What I do is I take all of those things and then I compress it like the heart of a star into an ultra-dense core. And then I set that core exactly in the center of my body where all my organs meet so that its gravitational pull pulls them together in such a way that I feel as though every part of my body is about to explode. And then... I ignore it for two to three years. So I just leave it there. Mm -hmm. Steve, I'm pretty sure that's a stomach ulcer. <laughs> <laughs> that's so I'm big no it has its own gravitational pull. That's... But that's just me. Oh, my God. Well, that's one way to do it. Nick, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, you know... <laughs> As far removed as I am to give Kid Rock credit for anything, you know, he 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 is he was born rich and then cultivated this lifestyle that he was just like, you know, a salt of the earth, redneck, all-American true blood. Putting that all aside, however, um, the only credit I have to give him is I feel like New Year's is the one time you could compartmentalize just being a little reckless, not thinking about today, just or not thinking about tomorrow, just focus on the present. So I hate I hate to say, but probably New Year's is the one day the Kid Rock mantra or way of living is actually, it's the closest I would probably stray to that slash encourage it. And you know, these lyrics, they're, they're, they're simple. They're simple, but that's Well, I wouldn't expect thing. anything other from Kid Rock. <laughs> they kiss is that a line pretty. from Macbeth in there? Yeah, I was going to say. Wait, this song is an iambic pentameter. Forest come to dance in Dane. When I don't know, I would say there's there's a there's a mentality, and 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 it's probably on you know this is from coming from a single perspective, but I, I think a lot. But kiss me pretty, kiss me pretty. When that ball drops on New York City, when that clock strikes, I'll pull you near just to wish you happy New Year. And there's something just nice about that there's just something about putting your lips on that that person that makes you feel good you want to them to feel good and you're celebrating coming into the new year or so and, and it's just ah so whether whether it's someone you're someone you're with and you're just like laying a little smackaroo on them oh where, where does that land on the do we yeah, have a tier system of a yeah, on the on the kiss system, I'd have to reorganize the entire the entire taxonomy of kisses. Um, well, you know what, Mike? You know, so far in this song, you're you know you're right. That's that's what he's saying, and I'm sure that the rest of the song will continue to play out the exact same way, and he won't all of a sudden start taking this in a much worse direction. Let's find out. Okay, there it is. There we go. Oh, yes. it's a Kid Rock song. It's a Kid Rock song. I forgot for a second. Yeah, this 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 is this is on brand. This is this is adding up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's get shit faced, comma. Let's get shit faced because he you really just, you need to 
If you're hearing the song for the first time, he wants to make sure you didn't miss that lyric. That's a re-emphasize. Like that's because when you're let's say you're in the bar and you hear that once, you're like, wait, someone just say let's get shit faced, and then they say it again, and then you're like, yes, I'll do anything that is- that's told to me twice. <laughs> rob that bank, rob that bank. Oh, <laughs> oh god, I'll quit smoking, I'll quit eating, I'm not joking, I'll quit cheating. I'll quit cursing. I'll quit drinking. I'll be a better person. But tonight I'm thinking, I, you know, guys, we 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 think about all the things we don't want to do, right? We think about all the things we need to stop doing, the things that are stopping us from being our best selves, from from preventing us from getting shit out of uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay. You gotta start thinking about what you're doing. How you're living? What, what are, are you? Are you today? Or are you yesterday? Are you? Are, are you so worried about tomorrow you can't even do today? What's happening today? Are you, right now? That's what's happening. I wish I knew. I wish to God I knew the answers <laughs> to any of those questions. You can't change yesterday. You can't. Not you with can today's technology. <laughs> Today's tech, tomorrow's tech. Fuck tech. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. And I, I get worried every day that I don't blast in here from the future telling me that, oh, we got to do something about this because I'm, this tech is getting crazy. But you know what? I don't want to stop me from having a good time. <laughs> not I, not I, even in the future. <laughs> not the present or the past. I'm not stopping any version of me from having I a good time. Like- cut, cut to uh, Mike 30 years in the future who... Uh, has planned to travel back to the Vissuri Day to warn himself about the coming super AI, uh, except he didn't set his alarm and drank too much. <laughs> no. no uh, he wakes up at three, he wakes so up three in the afternoon. Oh, sh- oh shit. You oh, see, crap. I put the, the alarm on my still phone, open. but I didn't charge my phone, so I slept. It. I am so sorry that I've caused the apocalypse. Oh, man. Is the time window still open? Ah, oh, shit. The portal closed at two. Fuck. Oh, there's a movie there. <laughs> Anywho. Oh, sorry. Sorry I got on the podcast late, guys. <laughs> well, Mike, you know, there's there's a possible solution. At least I don't know if it if it'll make it better, but it might just help with the present. Let's get shit faced. Let's get shit faced. Let's get in trouble. But you know what coast isn't clear? Either of them. The east coast or the west coast. Oh, let's get into trouble. Let's get out of this place. And I'll have faith in the coast that you clear. Say you love me. Happy New Year. Oh, God. Don't you... Do you when, was the last, when was the last time... When was the last time you told someone other than your significant other you loved them? Um, I say it... I say it... I feel like... Relatively freely, but I, I mean, I'm not Nick, afraid to say I love Nick, you to my close friends and family. So that's how Nick greets me all the time, and it's a little weird. <laughs> like I the love first, you, Steve. Steve, Steve, do you want less tongue next time I greet you? Is that <laughs> what was making it weird? Like, like he's like he's like some sort of like he's like one of those like weird, 
families that you know are trying to have as many children as possible so as to it's like those who wear nothing but like khaki shirts and khaki pants and they have as many kids as possible so as to like spread the so as to like spread christianity and they're just like you wake up and i love you that's the vibe you get for me steve what i turn on the zoom call and and the first thing nick says is hello steve i love you and then god that's and it just weirds me out. I'm sorry. And I plan a big smackaroo on that uh, front-facing camera. Oh, that smackaroo! I'm telling you, a smackaroo maybe right up past Frencher, man. That's there's some passion in there. That's the Duggars. Nick reminds me of the Duggars. Well, okay, one of them just went to prison for child pornography. Please don't say it oh. reminds you of the Duggars. Oh, oh, did they? Okay, my never God. mind. God, oh, those Duggars. <laughs> they they dig dug their way into that mess. <laughs> Someone must have made a flash game for the Dig Duggers. <laughs> oh my Except it's God. him trying to trying to dig a hole out of prison. Shawshank Redemption himself out. <laughs> this is probably in wildly poor taste. Happy New Year, everyone. Oh we got Happy three episodes New- left. What are they going to do? Yank me off the air? <laughs> <laughs> well, if there is one way, one note I would love to go out on with you guys is uh is a certain uh, speaking of uh <laughs> fam- families families that have done notorious deeds wait, I wait, we can't go us- from child <laughs> pornography charges to pink fong we can't we just can't i didn't bring up child porn <laughs> yeah, technically <Nick>. the duggars <laughs> did this family's been chomping through the lives of every family from america through through Asia, through Europe, Africa, South, everywhere. Everyone's been seeing this fam and their dance. And now, you know, we are, we heard, uh, we've heard them before. We've heard them two times. Mm-hmm. But I figured, why not one more time? <laughs> we can see what that crazy shark fam is getting into. Yes. I wonder if it'll be at all different from the other two times. I bring you a happy new year, baby shark. Yeah. I wonder if this will be more of like an avant-garde pink fong. Like they really get into their experimental phase. Let's find out. So Ooh, they mixed it up a little. <laughs> here's what I will say. So far, the lyrics are more complex than Kid Rock's song. So it does have that going for it. A <laughs> little bit more variety. They really know what their money-making lyrics and sounds are. And so they really drive home. They know the do-do-do-do-do-do-do, et cetera, et cetera, will get stuck in the brain. Uh, without those do-do-do-do's, we're not making the do-do-do-do, okay? Yes. That's... that's we need I like how you pause the video in the middle of a line of cocaine <laughs> it does look like one okay I'm, I'm gonna play it just so we can get it looks like a chalk line you monsters <laughs> oh, oh, let's see. I think grandpa shark or, or daddy shark left a, left a little line on the wall there Cause that crayon is not the same color, Nick. 
Oh, come on. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah we, we got, hang daddy, on. Daddy, <laughs> daddy shark and mommy shark are having a little, a little extra fun oh for New Year's. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, baby shark, well, oh. <laughs> Speaking of lines and crossing them. Yes, what a happy, innocent, well-adjusted shark family. I'm very confused by this playhead in the corner that says Baby Shark Brooklyn that is embedded in the video. What does that mean? Why does it? How does it know I'm in Brooklyn playing this video right now? <laughs> oh, 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 Nick, that's that's the problem. That look, you're going to be helping me. You better be jumping back into the past too, Nick. This is AI at work. It knows um, where you, you guys, are. It knows what you're you, watching. It knows what you're doing. And it's like part of the video that came out last year. How? Why? You guys didn't know that Pinkfong is a secret arm of the Chinese intelligence service? It would not surprise me, honestly. Oh, my God. Also, I haven't pointed this out. Now, three times we've talked about a song involving a baby shark. Sharks eat their young. Not all sharks. Most sharks eat hey, their young. hashtag not all sharks. You know, I'm just saying, centering a whole media empire around the concept of a baby shark is a is just a little tasteless I, no, when you consider the fact that real a, sharks eat their young. I disagree. A, what is more tasty than sharks who eat their young? Secondly, I feel like sharks in popular media have been really, uh, like, have they've had such a negative image, image since Jaws came out. Like, unduly so, to the point where people are more scared of sharks than they should be when, like, hippos kill ten times more people people a year than sharks do and i think baby shark is helping to turn the tide tide i see what i did there turn the tide so to speak so i i support i i fully endorse the rehabilitation of the image of sharks via pink fong anyway let's see what baby shark is up to i'll get off my soapbox Oh, <laughs> this is like, like, you know, like a touring band that was popular in like the 60s or 70s and they had like one hit song. You, you know what this reminds me of? Now that we're nearing the end, I'll, I'll point it back to the beginning. Uh, I, I heard that when the band Crazy Town performed live recently, like in 2018, 2019, they did the song Butterfly three times because let's be honest, that's the only reason anyone showed up to see Crazy Town play. And they knew that Butterfly was their song. So they did it at the beginning, then they did like two encores of it. And Pink Fong feels like a similar, not like, you know, has been act. They just have to work the exact same song essentially into their other songs and just keep perpetuating it ad nauseum. Ad infinitum, my, excuse me. My problem is there's no dance to it. Where's the Happy New Year's dance? I don't care if they keep the same words and you know, sing in a different cadence, but like, where's the dance? Like, what, what, what is this? I got, I got Mommy Shark ripping a, a calendar off the wall? I got, I got a Baby Shark getting uh, measured? I mean... I think now, based on the height chart that they created for this universe, it's toddler shark. Baby shark, you're going to be man shark someday soon. <laughs> and when you do, there's some things you need to know about the way the world really works. It's almost, it's almost time for your shark mitzvah. Soon you will be a man shark. <laughs> and then we eat you. 
Well, you know what? You know, you know, you never really think about about these these sharks and the talk about what what it's going to be like. All right, listen, we're not bringing home dinner anymore. It's time for you to go out and uh, rip things apart with those sharp teeth you got. You know, like yeah. You know, I feel I feel we we we've lost this we've lost that that kind of in this species unless you're a farmer about just uh the the true brutality of life and stealing the life source of others uh to sustain yourself. Nobody's more brutal than farmers. You're absolutely right about that, Mike. Oh hell yeah. Cunning, wait, they, bloodthirsty I, I, I warriors, the lot of them. They every last farmer is a warrior, you kidding me? Oh my god, dude. Strongest, strongest. <laughs> they know how it all works. I'm going to tell you something. When the end of days come, it's going to be the farmers who make it to the end. Them and the Amish. Okay, so to to sum up for our New Year's episode, we've talked about cults, the Duggars, the end of days. Um, I miss anything. Oh, uh, the future of uh, AI robots taking over. No, 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 that's just something that you say. Out of um, eating your young is another thing. I don't we count. Just, I, yeah, I don't count the other thing, Mike, because that's just the thing that that your brain just automatically talks about if any keywords are mentioned. I much I need like to an warn AI. The people. <laughs> Maybe you're the artificial intelligence, Michael. You know what? If that does come to be, you'll be lucky because I'm fighting for humankind. Okay, you're you're Schwarzenegger in T two. I exactly. I'm in T. I'm T. Two Schwarzenegger. <laughs> exactly, Nick. Mommy shark. Daddy shark. Daddy shark. What's he doing? Daddy shark. Daddy shark can't do arts and crafts, can he? Look at him. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, he can't because he's Daddy Shark, or he's just not good at it. That looks pretty good. He colored cool. He wrote Happy New Year out on paper. That's no, tough to do rich. underwater, Mike. Uh, <laughs> tough to do with fins. Yes. He doesn't have a postable. How do you hold those scissors? He's, he's, he, wait, hang on. I'm, I'm rewinding. Let's, let's see. How is he holding the scissors? Uh, okay, they, they really skimped out on the animation here. He's literally, they literally just have the triangle of his fin holding scissors that are just being... Okay, that's not how scissors work. Okay, so, so <laughs> listeners, you can't see this, but like I'm making an X with my fingers, and when you you have to open the scissors, and then that also causes them to open at the blade section. These are just like automatic style, just moving at the blade end. So he's got some kind of battery powered thing going on. Which once again, how would the batteries work underwater? Where did he get that technology? Possibly from an AI future. But uh, he's doing I, a good job. No, are you talking? Are we talking waterproof underwater robots, scissors? Like, no, yes, that, yes, no. that is the scary technology of the future. Underwater Wait, robot know, scissors. Actually, I know how. I know how we can save civilization. Now you got me thinking, Nick. Oh, that, I'm looking yeah. at him. Listeners, listen carefully. This is important stuff. We, well, we, anyway, that was the song talks <laughs> report. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. We need to go Flintstone style, right? We need bio, we need some bio vitamins. <laughs> We need to take more vitamins to get stronger, to overpower the robots. You know how they release a bunch of goats out into the parks in New York City to eat all the weeds? Yes. And that's m- much better than using a lawnmower. Yes. Right? We need Except more stuff like that. Except for all the like goat that. shit. What was that? 
Except for all the goat shit. Well, then you who get cleans fertilizer. up the goat shit? That's fertilizer. It makes the park grow. Oh, but then you want you get more methane gas. You know what we need? We need we need to make a new animal. <laughs> I want to I, I want to make a new animal. I want to I want to crossbreed a bunch of these birds, and I want to get like with um, these large snouted like f- peregrine falcon shit, and they just they sniff up methane. It's just powered like these power, these birds powered by methane that they just sniff right up and it doesn't reach its, its way into the atmosphere you know kind of like how we have those uh, that plastic eating fungi right now have you seen have you heard this yeah it's a bunch of it's a bunch of mushrooms eating plastic mike mike can can i i just want to say something to you as your friend Seek help. Steve, I'm trying to seek help to save the world from all the problems we have through bioengineering. Yes, bi- our, listeners, <laughs> our listeners are the help he's seeking. Listeners, if, if, you're, uh, if you happen to be <laughs> working in I, biology and... <laughs> I just want to say, for the record, for our longtime listeners who have heard every episode and have heard every single time... Mike starts a conversation about the evils of technology, and I try to defend technology by saying that it is merely a tool and it is the people who use it and shape it that turns it for good or ill, and he gives me a bunch of shit for it. That person is now recommending radical genetic experiments (laughs) to create superbirds. (laughs) I will take superbirds. That had nothing to do with technology whatsoever. Super birds over AI any day, Steve. You can't you can't put in the robots. You just need to make new animals. That's all it. right, guys. Like technology's <laughs> bad, right? It's automatically evil. It's inherently evil, no matter what you do. So here's my solution. Here's what we do. Oh God, I just see. We use genetic engineering to create a race of super birds, right? And those super birds will defend us. <laughs> I see the horror movie version of this, where Mike is so cautious about technology that he just has a workshop in his basement where he's just sawing the heads off ducks and gluing them onto platypi and then putting bird wings on it to come up with the perfect but they keep dying and I need the human brain the best brain of all and he starts kidnapping people and it's a whole production it's kind of what the guy did in, in the second human centipede movie Oh, no, that was gross. No, come on, man. <laughs> this be beautiful. <laughs> if you're trying, trying, to, trying to figure out a bird that can sniff up methane gas before it reaches the atmosphere is a little different than sewing a bunch of people's mouths to each other's asses because you, you, you want to make a weird digestive process. Well, actually, that would eliminate some methane use as well since nobody's farting. It's just all going through one. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So, again, to recap, Happy which I surprisingly, I surprisingly did less than five minutes ago, uh, the Duggars, the end of days, Kid Rock, shitting in mouths. Happy New Year. Yeah, a.k.a. I'm happy with that. I, I think mean, with the human I'm, centipede I'm, scenario, technically every neighbor has to be a friend by association. <laughs> by association. Uh, no. Uh, I fucking hate that franchise, man. I oh god. It's a franchise. Yes. Let that sink in. 
Uh, well, I'm assuming. Hang on, I do just want to skip to the he- to the end of the. Uh, I'll get to sh- Grandpa Shark. I want to get because I'm telling you what I, I got a theory about Grandpa Shark in this one. All right, I skipped Grandma. No, no, no shell bra in this one. But hang on. <laughs> Grandpa Shark, do 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 do. Grandpa Shark, do 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 do. Grandpa Shark, do 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 do. Grandpa Shark. Now look, now Grandpa Shark was writing. And at the top of what he's writing, it says New Year's resolutions, and he's writing a whole bunch of them. Now, there's two things going on here, because all of a sudden, that scroll gets awfully long. I think Grandpa Shark has disguised his will and to say New Year's resolutions, because that's way too long. Uh, how's this old man shark going to try to get all that done? Now, or is it his bucket list? Uh Oh, that's interesting that that's where you went, Mike. I just assumed Grandpa Shark was a war criminal. <laughs> He's making his hit list? Or it's like... <laughs> I mean, his New Year's resolutions are scroll length and fill the entire room. The only person I can think of that would need to fix that many things about themselves and their activities are war criminals. Yeah, Grandpa Shark lives in Argentina, but his German <laughs> is pretty good for some reason. <laughs> Oh, man. I think there might be some validity to that. There's something. <laughs> All right, let's just see what the last uh, little bit is here. I, yeah, I don't even know what to do after it. Bye bye to this year. Hello, hello, New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Do 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 do. Oh shit, guys! Well, guys, it's New Year's right now. Hang on, it's listen, New Year. Listen, listeners. Okay, rewind this episode like an hour or so, however long it ends up being, and we're gonna time it so that we're counting down with the pink fong sharks. Okay, so I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. You have to take this all into account, listeners. So make sure that you start the episode. Wait, what am I telling the listeners? Okay, listeners, when you get to this point in the episode, go back to the beginning. Make sure it's New Year's and out. Whatever, we'll make it work. All right. Uh, Time it now, listeners. I, I, five, five, four, four, three, three, two, two, two one. one. Happy New Year, Baby Shark. Happy New Year, Mommy Shark. I wish you all the success. Oh yeah. Wait, where'd their vocabulary come from? <laughs> yeah. How do they know words now? Yeah, this is this is ambitious. This is ambitious. Words? How do they know words that aren't their names? Slash do 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 do. Okay, I'm curious now. Okay, so we got baby shark and we got mommy shark. Oh yeah. Mommy shark. I wish you all the success. Daddy shark. I wish you great health. Grandma shark. I wish you joy and happiness. Grandpa shark. Hey, grandpa. Grandpa phoned it in. <laughs> he just, you got mommy, mommy shark saying, hey, great success. You're like, oh, awesome. Daddy shark's got health. You're like, oh, I need that. Thank you. Joy and happiness from grandma shark. Thank you so much. I need that. And what's he go? I wish you the best. <laughs> the best. I'm the one who gave you everything you need for the new year. The best. Anything yes. that good happens, the best things are happening. You can thank Grandpa Shark for that. And it's like, wait a second, Grandpa Shark. That's that's so vague. You old you old coot. 
Well, yeah. Why don't you? <laughs> well, fucking Grandpa Shark. And then he and can write out a thousand New Year's resolutions, and he can't think of one nice thing to say to me when we start the new year. Ah, uh, family, am I right? Anywho, I'm tired of this. I was going to say, those are three yeah. Happy New Year songs of varying quality that somehow still made me feel the same after every single one. <laughs> oh, I feel like I did my job today. <laughs> well, there's a first time for everything. Yes. Yes, Mike, thank you for introducing us to this. Uh, and to our <laughs> listeners. And to our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have a Happy New Year. Uh, in whatever way that uh, works the best for you, um, you can follow us on Finding a better song about the new year, for instance. Yes, um, I guess like Grandpa Shark, I wish you all the best as well. Uh, but I'll keep it generic because I'm not your family. I don't know what's happening in your life, but I hope things are going well and that they get better in the new year. Uh, and in the new year, why don't you, dear listener, make a resolution to follow us on social media? Uh, find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, I'm not going to lie. We haven't posted anything on Facebook in a while. Uh, excuse me, Meta. Uh, so oh. we uh, so follow us, follow, us on, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. We're more active there. Uh, and check us out on social media. Check out Dapper Double Productions. And you can follow me on my personal uh, Twitter and Instagram at Nick Bradier. And Mike, where can we find you? You can find me on my Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. Yep. He said dot cock. You all heard it. No. MrMikeRussell.com. <laughs> Go there. That's my only fans. Yeah, I was just going to so, say. Okay. <laughs> um, no, no, but uh, yeah, like Nick said, yeah, follow us. We got some, uh, we got a year of content ahead of us that's going to be so, ooh, so different, so new, so fun, so mm, it's gonna. Oh, what, Steve? Why are you cringing? <laughs> ah, no, it's gonna be. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, also, I have. Uh, you can also find me on uh, Twitch.tv. I have. Uh, I'm gonna start doing. Uh, I just did one last night. Starting my video game streaming, um, testing it out. But uh, have some fun ideas coming through with. Uh, streaming video games and workouts for those who uh i don't know are looking for something fun to either talk shit about while it's happening or get inspired by to uh do as well they'll talk shit when you're working out and say they're inspired by your hades playing yes and uh that is also mr mike russell on twitch that's exciting i haven't had a new social media account to reference in a while so i'm very excited uh, new year, new Mike Russell, Nick. That's what's going on. Yes, new year, do me. Uh, and Steve, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at your man Trollo. At my personal website, stephentrollinger.com. Uh, on my, I have a YouTube page, also Stephen Trollinger, uh, YouTube slash Stephen Trollinger. Uh, you can hear me on uh, several episodes now of Just Press Playhouses. Time Trip Season 2. Oh, shit. Uh, Sorry, Steve. I I meant to tease the listeners by pulling a little audio clip from the second episode you're in and playing it right here to entice the listeners. Um, It may be the part where you're using magic to kill, like, a guardsman or something. Wait, can, can you play it? Listeners, I really want to entice you to listen to Steven in this because it's just his un filtered id i'm not even gonna give context necessarily for this just know steve is like a worm tongue character but she's so weak we must help her 
That's enough, Captain. Confounded Ulfar, you heartless mage! What did you do to her? I assure you, she's all right. The answers to all her troubles are written in this book. What is that hideous thing? An ancient Kandarian manuscript, written in blood and bound by human flesh. Necronomicon Ex Mortis. The Book of the Dead. It's really quite interesting, filled with all sorts of useful spells and rites. Don't worry about the Queen, Captain. After tonight, her torment will cease forever. Tonight? I'll tease it there, listeners. Ooh. But it's a, it's a stellar performance. You villain! You villain, I, Steve! I range from, uh, you, know, you know, simpering... Green worm tongue vibes to all the way back to the end of Mad Emperor Palpatine esque cackling. I really, I really run the gamut of other people's performances that I stole and made my own. I was gonna say the whole uh, ranges of pieces of shit. Yeah, yes. characters. <laughs> um, so those two episodes, and then I play in the next three episodes. I play a separate character who has yet to be revealed. But uh, so yes, I'm I'm in most of this season. So as it comes out. Uh, if you like me, tell me you like me, and then uh, and then listen. But first, tell me you like me, so I know. <laughs> I like um, you, Steve. Oh. Shut up, Nick. Oh. Uh, Nick, I thought and, uh, you loved Steve. Every well, I, I I finally want. I wanted to bookend my love. I want. I like. Imagine, see, my love is bookends, and you're and you're the sexiest little tome on the bookshelf, and I'm just squeezing you on both sides. With my bookends of love. <laughs> I'm almost as tortured by that metaphor as the metaphor is. <laughs> almost as much as that guard is about to be in uh, uh, but yes, time. You, yes, you can uh, catch me on uh, pretty much every episode except for the first two of season two of Time Trip. Uh, so you know, look at your wherever you find your podcasts. It's uh, Time Trip and it's uh, Parent uh, Just Press Playhouse. They have a lot of other fun, well-crafted shows on there as well. Good stuff. Well, thank you for sharing that, Steve. And thank you, listeners, for joining us. And until likely two weeks from now, I'm Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. Uh, and I didn't know Nick was going to play that, so I didn't think of a fun thing to say. Uh, he, Steve, here's your fun thing to say. What can you possibly do to stop me? I'll run you through until you bleed out, you miserable swine. Oh, God, no. It's such a shame about the foreigner. The ritual requires a human sacrifice. He was to be my unwilling volunteer. Now that he is gone, you'll have to serve in his place. Ah, Steve, well said. And we will see you next week. Take care. Unlimited power! Ah, good fun.